everybody, it's VG Empire, episode 121. I'm your host, Brett Elston, along with two guests. Uh, Christopher, so it's come to this Antista. <laughs> hey, now. Booga booga. <laughs> I'm Dave Rudden. Booga booga. Dave, I'm trying to think of a good rhyme. Because the main character here doesn't make a okay. sound, does No, he? but his, his mask does. Mm. His uh, mask We are getting ahead of ourselves. And, uh, and uh, that brought what brought us in is the uh, ins- insanity beach uh, <laughs> with the letter N sanity. That's also the the main thing. The main thing yeah. for Crash Bandicoot um, just mops the floor with knights. If I may be honest, oh, yeah. Whoa, what what take that mess to your minions free runner on your iPhone <laughs> when you want that full Crash Bandicoot experience? It's oh free to play God. right there on your oh, iOS come device. On, come on now. Yeah. Um, so I so, guess I'm the resident defender of this game. No, here. I'm not. I, I just can't. Uh, knights is the weirder yeah. one. Because, like, I don't know, I keep describing this as a period in 96 where nobody knew what 3D gaming would look like, sure. and there were three yeah. branches. There were Mario 64, Crash Bandicoot, and Knights. Only the Mario 64 one held up, and that's largely because yeah. N- Nintendo keeps making those games and no one else. It's, well, it also had the benefit of, like, they poured a ton of yeah. money, first-party mm-hmm. money, big money, yeah. into making uh, a controller built around a three-dimensional interaction with analog stick and... But if it, Crash is so good, name one Crash ripoff game. I Didn't mean, happen because no one cared that much. Uh, I mean, I don't know. The audi- and, the audience, and the audience was well served. What? Flerman founder You're, on the 3DO. Like, you could be making this up. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they didn't need to because there were so many annual releases. There was, yeah. But nothing ri- – well, to, I mean, to, I don't so, want to go too off topic, but what Knights ripoffs are there? None. None, yeah. but it still I, stands it, out as a unique experience, a worthy the, trial and the, error. The important thing is – we're both wrong that it's Mario 64 that's the best yes, game of the three, the and yeah. it's just up for debate which one is the second best. So, Knights. I mean... I don't, <laughs> it's I, the actual best. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And we've I, never done a VG Empire about that. That's on you. And it, it wins the music category, hands down. Uh, well, well, not see. for Mario 64, it doesn't. But I, uh, well, I, I like Crash Bandicoot music. It, I'm glad it, you're here. It fits like the whole, <laughs> like... Saturday morning uh, cartoon yes. element, and if it. I can add that, like, to it, it's even got like the kind of like WB like. Uh, well, if I can add that to it, they just revealed that last year that they made an animated intro, and it looks oh, yeah. exactly like a Fox Kids nineteen nineties animated show. And Sony was oh. sort of like, "We're done with everything everybody thought about CD based games. We're all polygons. Get that two D animation out of there." Mm-hmm. But it's really pretty, and what it conjures, conjured an immediate image of to me was Tasmania, yeah. and so does the music. Now the music yeah. always reminds me of Tasmania. It's Tasmania, and also the first game especially gets me with. Donkey Kong Country, mm. yeah. which Tasmania still predates Donkey Kong Country. Man. Did you know Taz's dad was Ben Crosby? Yeah, that's what I Crash Bandicoot needs. Like, why don't you talk, son? Why don't you talk this? Talk to hit the save point, son. You're bothering me. Kids, Tasmania was a show, <laughs> yeah. and Ben Crosby is a guy who's been dead for fifty years. <laughs> um, man, Tasmania was pretty good. It was. You may recognize um, it from 1990s T-shirts. Yeah, um, that was that was he had that was hat- Taz. Space Mania, Taz Dash Mania was a show. Yeah, <laughs> and then I had a shirt in fifth grade that was Taz with his pants on backwards. Oh yeah, those were the the rage. Yeah, totally crossed out. Anyway, Crash Bandicoot, 1996 mm-hmm. is 20 years old when we're recording this. We streamed it on mm-hmm. uh, on our Twitch channel. It's up on our YouTube page by now. YouTube.com slash Laser Time slash Laser Time. Uh, but because of 30 2010, our podcast that talks about what happened 30 and 20 10 years ago, we've been talking about nights. We've been talking about Crash, and we talked about Mario 64, because all of them happened back-to-back-to-back in 1996, Mm -hmm. which set up, like you said, this three-pronged assault at what will 3D gaming be, and Crash was Naughty Dog slash Sony's, uh, you know, big push. I don't think... 
and I don't I'm not saying this for out of personal nostalgia. I don't think you'll see the the console wars raging quite quite that hot yeah. ever again because it's three companies sure. and they hit at the same time with a big thing that is supposed to launch their system. Yeah. What Sony's this year Sony's mega thing got pushed back to next year yeah. and Xbox might have it, you, this doesn't happen yeah. anymore. And these days it's very scattered. It's mm-hmm. never three games in the same genre that yeah. are each mm-hmm. exclusive to one console yeah. that yeah. come out in this short a time This period. is a, an awesome little period to talk about. That's why I can't yeah. stop this yeah. year on all of our shows. We are required to. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, 1996, which means not, not just Crash 1, but we'll get into Crash 3 uh, further in the show because we're going to do the original ah. PS, PS1 trilogy here, but <laughs> When I I, I I mean I, I guess I'll wait the crash. I guess I'll wait for a crash three when we mm-hmm. get there. But the music really quick is Josh Mansell, who in addition to two daytime Emmy nominations oh. for Clifford the Big Red Dog, uh, I'm a mu- big red. Do- I've never seen. Wow, it. you've seen it. Never seen it. Uh, did Reddit, music though. for the Jack and Daxter series, Interstate eighty two, mm-hmm. 1995's Johnny Mnemonic, the interactive action movie. Wow, <laughs> how are we not streaming uh, that yet? Huh? Is that on like Sega CD? Uh, <laughs> man, I forgot what platform that was on. Oh, what? Um. <laughs> Yeah, dang. I'm gonna say PC CD ROM. Yeah, it does seem like four a three, CDs long. It does feel like a 3DO ish thing. But so Crash Bandicoot, I I had a PS1. Mm-hmm. I, I got one on launch day in nine nine ninety five was a Saturday. So the PS one's about a, PS one's a year old. Uh, actually, almost literally a year old. I think I think if it's September 9th is the true anniversary of Crash, mm-hmm. then that is a year to the day that the original mm-hmm. PlayStation launched nine nine ninety five. But yeah, it's this polygonal, but no analog stick, so just the D pad, and you're kind of running into a level like you know to, to give you a shorthand, a free runner or a, a you're moving forward. You're not, it's but it's not a free runner. You have control yeah. over your character. You can interact with things in the environment, and unlike say the Mario games, like Mario sixty four, in comparison, would be yeah, the, you have really great control over your character. Mm-hmm. You have huge environments you can play in. It's a big sandbox and that you can play around in. Exploration period. Exploration <laughs> at all, I should, yeah, you, you could say. But the environments, while imaginative mm-hmm. and interesting, are pretty bare yep. and wide open. Mm-hmm. Whereas Crash gets density well, mm-hmm. where like the trees and the leaves and the jungle atmosphere yeah. really... Yeah, you're funneled through a tube, but it's still, like, it looks nice. Yeah. It does. And, and I, I don't mean to poo-poo. The, I loved the first two Crash games. Mm-hmm. Played a ton of them. Played them. I loved them. I did. Uh-huh. But I love them now like I love Donkey Kong Country. Like, mm-hmm. let's just not do that. <laughs> and what Crash is is the portion of Sonic games that people don't like. Except this has done better than any Sonic game has done. I mean, I maybe... I would say no because the, maybe it doesn't have the right shoulder buttons because you essentially have three lanes to go down and there's plenty of well, levels where you're just you're dodging one of three lanes of things. You do move in all directions. Like, it, there's degrees. True. It's not like three... It's it, but And there is... You go in more than one direction. It's Sometimes you go side to side, which is when I think the game is the best. When you're going left to right? Left to right. When it's a and platformer? Then, or yeah. when it's like a side-scroller? Yeah, and then there's like... When you're like running towards the screen when it's usually like a rock is like hate that. falling at you. Which is a little irritating mm-hmm. because you get very little time to, to respond to what's about to happen. But it, it works. The game's pretty forgiving and you get a lot of extra lives. But that... <clears throat> that I have no nostalgia for this because I didn't play it. I didn't play Crash. How did you miss this? I was trying to think about that because, mm-hmm. and I think it was just you couldn't like, have been more in it. I was very in it, mm-hmm. and I I didn't have a Saturn. So that's the only thing I didn't have mm-hmm. as a as a teen. Uh, I mean, of the, of the big three, I didn't have a Saturn. But did you look down on it, even as a young lad? Not really, because I was huge into Genesis and Se- I was mm-hmm. I'm the biggest Sega CD mark you'll ever yeah. see. It's a little wrestling. Right? And you had a PlayStation at the time. Yeah, and I had a PS One. So like, and I, but I just think like I was kind of worn out on. Th- uh, well, I was kind of worn out on this. Hey, plumber boy, my 
mustache man, your worst nightmare has arrived. Pack up your stuff. Christian Slater. Check it out. What do you think about that? We got real time, 3D, lush organic environments. How's that make you feel, buddy? Just this, this like Sony trying to be Sega. Mm -hmm. This constant prodding at Nintendo just started to grate on me a little. Of just like. Yeah, this, Guys, these commercials on. did call me, and that's Crash standing outside Nintendo headquarters yes, with a with yeah. a bullhorn. With a bullhorn, and it's just like, guys, your game is still an anthropomorphic animal jumping on crates and collecting fruit. Like this is <laughs> don't celebrate victory. Just this yet. is no less absurd than the than the thing that you're making. I don't know. It just it, it all that stuff just kind of grated on me. And then when I would see it, it was like, well, I still don't have a job. I'm 15 years old and freshman year of high school. Like I well, starting sophomore year at this point. So, like, I can't just get every game. Mm -hmm. I have to kind of pick my lane to a degree. So while I have a PlayStation, it's like, well, the N64 is out later this month. I'm not even going to <laughs> approach the subject of can I have a game yeah. because i got to save all, all my brownie points for <laughs> chores over the summer and grades from the end of the prior freshman year to, like, please, please, God, can I get an N64 and Mario? And I was able to, so that's why. But Mario 64 bore out to be, I would say, the better game. Yeah, um, I, I knew the, the, the thorough history of this because that's, that's – Crash was the Sony spokesman for the duration of yeah, the life cycle Sony of the Sony published them because Naughty Dog Naughty Dog developed they the did. games, but Sony published them. And, it, and once, it's weird. I'm just looking at the wikis and it has a weird developed by Naughty Dog, published by Sony Computer Entertainment, distributor Universal Interactive Studios, which eventually all yeah. those rights defaulted to them. Yeah, and they they it's been published by Activision and yeah. Vendi. And now it's since all over, then. Yeah, it's just kind of all over the place since then. But these original three games are what we're really talking about, mm -hmm. and that's where a lot of this fandom comes from. And now Crash is one of the Skylanders, I think, or mm -hmm. something. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think this tube design where you're running straight ahead. If I if I try to de-age myself to be like six, seven, I'll play anything. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> like six, seven, eight. Uh, it's like I remember f friends like f being fifteen years old. Mario sixty four was too hard for them because yeah. the the cons the concept of trying to navigate three D world with this analog stick and having to judge distance and all that crap. It was like this takes a lot of concentration not so much fun yeah whereas crash is just this is fun i'm just mm -hmm. moving it, forward and i'm was, I'm, all, I'm reacting yeah. to things as they come to me it's also the best platformer on the ps1 at that time sure. like yeah. for the first year yeah, 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 definitely. you could say jumping flash but it's kind of more like a first person wow. that's like the most thing. literal platform it is yeah. that's find what, a platform yeah, yeah. If, <laughs> if all you had was a playstation then absolutely yeah. I, I know yeah. i would have gotten the crash yeah, and but. again i bash it a ton but we were I was there with like six kids passing controller back and forth. I, my turn, my turn, my turn. Crash offered us that, whereas Mario 64 didn't offer yeah, that experience. Yeah, it's just it demanded more of you as a player, which is good, and it's also bad. Um, but this was Sony's answer to Nintendo as far as mascot action goes. The first one feels very Donkey Kong Country to me in retrospect, which I'm sure was intentional, right down to the map, the setting, mm -hmm. the fact that the gameplay revolves around these <clears throat> pretty straightforward levels with a lot of bonus levels hidden yeah. all over the place. Yeah. It's very Donkey the Collect map every stupid item yep. that's to, tr to <laughs> yeah. beat it truly. Every, every yeah. crate you don't get during a level falls on your head. There's afterwards. a rhino <laughs> rambian. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. There's but, something that he rides. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a rhino. And, he, uh, and because he's got attitude, he winks at the camera before he rides Whoa. it. Whoa. Like, uh, but even the map when you're selecting your stage in this, mm. it's like Donkey ding, Kong Country ding, looking ding, at Kong Island. Ding, like, yeah. it's very... But so because I didn't have any nostalgia for it at all, I asked a longtime listener, Ampotent, <laughs> who has requested this episode for wow. years. For years. <laughs> but I was like, so one, every song in here come is this comes from that his suggestion. You're a beautiful person, Ampotent. So he helped us out there, mm -hmm. uh, which is great. Um, but then he also, I was like, can you like 
just give me your thoughts about w- what this meant to you and why you liked it. And uh, thought this really good summary here, which was, uh, quote, What made Crash good is what makes mobile games so popular today. It was a franchise that you could pick up and play for a few levels and still get plenty of enjoyment out of. The design is heartwarming and innocent. The gameplay is straightforward but enjoyable. And the music is astounding. It was a perfectly executed counter to Nintendo's Mario franchise. So yeah, when you have Mario trying to do this technologically pushing thing, here's Crash to be like, no, remember when Mario was just this simple idea executed well? Yeah. That's what Crash it was is now. Kind of a happy medium between like 2D platformers and as much as people love Mario 64, even mm-hmm. Nintendo has said like a lot of our fan base yeah. fell off with Mario 64. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just something they couldn't, you know, and that's not to make it sound like, yeah, this game's for the babies. Mm-hmm. It's just like, no, some people like just don't like 3D platformers. No, because like, they all jump back on for new Super Mario Brothers and yeah, see how excited yeah. they were about yeah. that. And Sorry I, we alienated you with this weird galaxy. <laughs> and, yeah, and I, I'll like I'll always prefer a 2D Mario game to 3D. It's mm-hmm. just that Mario 64 is just done so well that I really like it a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's about to, you know, it's in, we're in a, as we record this, it's about to be 20 years old as well. Mm-hmm. But we'll do three songs from Crash 1 again, Josh Mansell. Um, this is Hogwild, Pinstripe, and Slippery Climb from the first Crash Bandicoot. Don't. 
of those, man, well, first of all, the first one, uh, Hog Wild, really is a wild yeah. song because it's just all over the place. Opens up with the Roseanne harmonica. Yeah. Yeah. It might have the best mouth harp I've ever heard in yeah. a video game soundtrack. The, the instrumentation is uh, That's not boing. what we call it, do we, Dave? Yeah. Uh, nah. The rest of them, I'm like, because I have no nostalgia for, I always try to, like, the point of the show is to is to illustrate, like, trying to separate nostalgia and be like, no, 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 this music is good even if you don't have an attachment to it. Mm-hmm. This one I struggle with because I like Hog Wild and I, but like Pinstripe and Slippery Climb, I can tell how they would be great in the context of yeah. the game mm-hmm. and and reinforce what's happening on the screen and really sell you yeah. the atmosphere, the environments around you. And Slippery Climb does, I feel like it incorporates some of like the uh, the stage one, the title theme, like oh, yeah. little bits in there, like like the do 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 do. This is a score. So if like if you like the soundtrack to Beethoven, you're gonna love this music. <laughs> well, it's because it, this is supposed to be a part. Because this is basically, I. It was sort of pitched as like this is a cartoon that you play. You're yeah, play, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, cartoon yeah, mascot sure. platform, and it, and it totally and, works for that. Yeah. To and, that end, but if you listen to it on its own, yeah. you're a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> So I remember like a year ago I did a Spyro episode and I'm intentionally doing these because they were Spyro and Crash are just two things I never got into mm-hmm. and it was never some intentional like I'm not playing that PlayStation game it's because I had a PlayStation and I loved it I played tons of great PS1 games but just these two platform mascot action things mm-hmm. I just was like nah and it just never got to me but even the Spyro music, I had trouble getting into outside of the game. It, it works great in the game, mm-hmm. but I, both of these are franchises that, that I feel the same way about Sly Cooper. I love Sly Cooper, mm-hmm. but I feel like these games all have that in common. Very where Western, very score-like. It's it very score fit into a film, whereas you couldn't do that with most of the game music mm-hmm. I do like, like Street This Street. would fit into a Saturday morning cartoon. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, the atmosphere and the lushness really shine, and in a sense, for Crash 1, I can kind of get the fun of playing it again mm-hmm. because you know Sly Cooper gets more complex as the games go on mm-hmm. but Sly 1 is still my favorite because there are areas of that game that it it, it is a tube like there mm-hmm. are very crash style areas mm-hmm. in Sly 1 even though you still do a lot of sneaking and open world stuff but it's not as huge and open worldy as 2 and 3 or or 4 on PS4 mm-hmm. uh, and there's something about that simplicity that's like yeah I could just jump in and play this pass the controller around like you tried this stage you tried this area and I think Crash does that really well. Mm. Um, a year later, 1997, is Crash 2. Cortex strikes back. My bad. Um, Wrath of Cortex, is that's coming later. My bad. But uh, this game, only in development for like about a year, like mm-hmm. 13 months, uh, 1997. Yeah. So in the way that like Mega Man fans like myself can mm-hmm. tell you the difference immediately of like, tell me the diff- like a casual player might be like, uh, I don't know. They're all kind of the same, right? Like yeah. two, three, four, five, six. Uh, like, I mean, that is like I liked the first one, and I played two and three, but I could put a gun to my head. I could not <laughs> tell you a difference between mm-hmm. two and three from one. Mm-hmm. Like, but it, it, yeah, because they had short lead times yeah. for the sequels, uh, and it was just it should have been the the slogan for the PlayStation that whole era. This was made in a year. This, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> like so many other franchises, yeah. just kind of like they they burned bright and mm-hmm. died within that console generation because yeah. they're going annual and then it happened again in PS2 because it's like yeah. Jack Sly and like Sly yeah. kind of hung on which I'm glad but like it never hit I think it holds up the best I love Sly Cooper so yeah. much it has a great motif but uh, Crash 2 1997 Josh Mansell again and it's also worth mentioning 
Uh, Mutato Musica, mm-hmm. a production company yes. established by Devo lead singer Mark Mothersbaugh. Mm-hmm. Another member's of Devo, I Mother, believe. Mother's Ball? Mother's Ball. Uh, they worked on Rugrats, the Jack series, like <laughs> yes. all Devo. kinds. Devo. Devo. Yes. Well, this specific Mutato Musica. Corpor- uh, and all the Wes Anderson, he scores all the Wes Anderson movies. Really? Yeah. Mutato um, Musica. But they were things. behind all the, you know... Responsible for the Crash soundtracks as well. So mm-hmm. that's kind of a, a fun... Including a fun, one or... Uh, one, the two, studio. The studio okay. was. The studio, yeah. Okay. Um, but so Crash 2, one of the differences is rather than this Donkey Kong Country style map, mm-hmm. there are worlds to go through. Oh. Two and three do this where you go into an area and there's like crystals to gather and stuff to get in them and then when you get them you'll get to a boss and then you move on to the next I wonder like if someone's that... leaning a little towards Mario 64 yep, it does not, remind not a little me... solid in its own superiority Dave it does remind me of Mario 64 a bit mm-hmm. but again turned around in a year and there's definitely this gets into that argument mm-hmm. this this is another thing that got me with Crash where I was like really you're already doing a second one <laughs> because and it's not wrong but as a Nintendo fan you're like Aren't we supposed to wait like five? Wait. We have to five yeah. years, right? Yeah. Like, why? There's already a second no one. We're on our, already on our like second Twisted Metal. Yeah, and they just they just fought, like yeah. Twist- Haven't finished Jet Moto three. <laughs> yeah, like Twisted Metal three, I think is out in ninety seven yeah. or something. Like I mean, I, even third parties did it. Like, uh, yeah. like Tomb Raider was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were just too. like, and again, a lot of that gets to like just the streamlined uh, pipeline that CD ROM and PlayStation let Western developers have, where it's like we build all these assets for one game, mm-hmm. and now. Dude, we have this 3D model. We're going to use it again, and we can build new environments, build some new puzzles. We'll write a, a new story, but like we print it on a regular ass CD that's been around since the <laughs> 80s. The technology is practically the same. It's cheap as it's shit. Black so- at the bottom. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, those black CDs. That mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Um, but they turned it out in a year, and you got a slightly bigger, slightly more polished version of that game. That if you, yeah. much like I said with Mega Man, like if you're a fan and been playing him, like. I could tell you in great detail yeah. the difference between two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. But a chargeable buster a slide adds new level of detail to the game and yeah. it invites new level elements as well to cater to those. And so you get that in this, and there's a little bit more variation on like where the levels move and like there's you know front to back, left to right, and just a little bit more variation in, in everything. But to a casual bystander, it's like it's kind of the same with mm-hmm. some cosmetic differences, but largely a lot of similar stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's what happens when you have to do it in a year and you tinker with what you already had. So I feel like if you gave them two years, you would have got a much different game yeah. than uh, this accelerated table they had. Um, because I'm sure Sony was like, we need another one, we need another one. Because 97, even though in Nintendo in 97, mm-hmm. their big fall game was Cra- it was Diddy Kong Racing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I guess GoldenEye was also out. And that was kind of a big deal. Um, yeah, but, but it took like, it was very publicly a game that's but yeah. delayed over and over again took yeah. years and years and years it launched how many how long after the movie two years after two the years movie. after the movie because yeah Star Fox was that summer Diddy Kong Racing was their big fall was their big fall game anyway we'll do three songs from uh, Crash 2 this is Snow Go um, I get a Cruising USA vibe off of this which uh, you can take that however you want it uh, Hang 8 which is a, a kind of a surf rock thing hence the name uh, which I do like and Barrett, which may include every instrument <laughs> known to man, uh, which makes it a very fun song to listen to. But uh, as a study of game music, but uh, we'll do Snow Go, Hang Eight, and Barrett from Crash Two.
Oh, okay. What the hell? So xylophone, you had a little Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, I, I know that's. I know it's not what it's for, but that that would be the perfect boss rush music because it's because it is literally like every yeah, sort of yeah. song that Crash mm-hmm. has and had it, so it's far. It's entrancing. It, I swear, there's yeah. a theremin in there yeah. and yeah. a trumpet, the Donkey Kong Brass Orchestra. Yes, a steel drum. <laughs> like it's just everything. And because I don't even know what's what happens in the game, I'm like, what did you score? What could possibly accompany this in the game? And I hate doing shows this way where yeah. I don't know. And I kept trying to play like we. We played a little Crash one day in between recording some other stuff, which was literally my first time ever playing Crash Bandicoot. That's crazy, man. Which, and it was ah. fine. Uh, and then I and then I played Crash Three for like two hours uh, a couple Are weeks ago to, to try to like warped? get my mind around. Yeah, warped mm-hmm. to try to like see just to have some extra exposure to it. Mm-hmm. And I and so my limit. I'll have a limited experience when it comes to like what happens with the music because. Mm-hmm. Almost any other episode, like the prior episode, we did Star Fox, and it's like, well, yeah, I can tell you where this song plays and why it's good and why it's fitting. Yeah. But unfortunately, I just don't have that context yeah. for Crash 1, 2, and 3, even though I did try. But, I mean... Oh, oh I did try. <laughs> uh, Snow Go and Hang 8, are, they're both good in the fact that they, like, they have these, like, uh, these common themes you would hear in, it, like, lots of cartoons or just music in general. There's the surf song, there's the snow yes. song, yeah. and it's like, if you were watching... Ninja Turtles and oh the turtles are having celebrating Christmas this week there's like a little bit of a like Christmassy uh, sure. bend to their songs jingle this week bell, bell. yeah I mean it's like you rec- it's it's got like this thing that everybody recognizes but then it's wrapped around like Crash's kind of signature sound which is wacky weird cartoonish yes, Crash's sound font yeah <laughs> which is a lot of the do 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 it's like very harsh kind of uh, yeah, like beats. Beetlejuice animated series. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned Ninja Turtles background music, and, hey. I, and I couldn't help myself because the moment you hear some of this stuff, um, so like it's the same place I brought the I bought the Fraggle Rock thing from. Uh oh! Uh oh! Somebody's got an ad running in front of the Ninja Turtles music they don't own. <laughs> Good on them. Power! That trumpet, man. Uh, but there's some of like the sewer music in here. Anyway, we don't need to get caught up in this. I'd much rather do that. Than <laughs> uh, I love the background music for that. Um, but one fun thing I noted in the wiki for mm-hmm. Crash 2, um, because this is a series in Japan did okay, yeah. and then with the next game I'll mention, it, it really did very well. It actually has an important milestone. But for Crash 2, uh, it has a note in there, uh, a death animation in which Crash is squashed into a stunned head and feet. Uh, was altered for the Japanese version of the game due to its resemblance to a severed head and shoes left by a serial killer loose in Whoa. Japan at the time. Whoa. Uh, so uh, I, look, I only did it once. It does not make me a serial killer. <laughs> and and they also Japan famously they did like the anti Kirby with Crash. Like, yeah, they goofed him up. Our our covers have him like winking or showing attitude, and in Japan it's just like bigger, yeah. bigger, somehow bigger eyes yeah. and happier. There's a commercial that's like people at a concert and they're all like yelling Crash, Crash, Crash. <laughs> um, but that uh, brings us to Crash Three, which is Crash Warped, Warped. Warped. Uh, 1998. And again, I guess, I guess we should mention like the the bad guy is Doctor Neo Cortex, Cortex, who's a mad scientist mm-hmm. and. Is this the one? Is it two or three where he's like, Crush, I need your help. And then at the end he's like, ha ha, fooled you. I'm the bad guy still. Man, this is, this is Mega Man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not me this time, promise. It is the, It is me this time. Um, but Crash 3 Warped was a huge hit. Um, sold 7 million copies. Wow. 
Um, and and apparently the aforementioned milestone is the first Western PlayStation game to sell Holy a million shit. copies in Japan, which is a huge wow. deal. Given where Sony is based, you yeah. I, you have to know how meaningful that must have been to Sony. Itself. Yeah. Why do they let the series go, man? Yeah, I'm not sure what what back I'm background. Read about it. I, I just have to imagine Universal just like grabbed the rights to it. Like this is ours. You can't have this anymore. The background shenanigans for Crash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this kind of leads to Crash Bash, which I remember being the Sonic Shuffle Mario Party yeah. uh, thing, and then there's Crash Team Racing, but they all kind of Underrated. around this time. And that's the end of Naughty Dogs. Yeah, time the, the Vindy's publishing deal ends with Sony, and then at that point, they're just kind of left with a... Oh, they were Vivendi Universal. That's right. They were one company for a very brief period. Yeah, so then Mark Cerny and Vicarious Visions end up with the Crash rights, and Wrath of Cortex is developed by Traveler's Tales. Yeah. Um, and then the, I think the next the next traditional trash crash game is, <laughs> is didn't mean to say it like that uh, is is published by Konami. Mm-hmm. That's how crazy. That's how. That's what? how. That, and that has to tell you how big it is in Japan. Weird. Yeah. Um, the reading. Just reading the wiki here. It says uh, after falling out between Vivendi and the two entities, Traveler's Tales was forced to alter the game from a free roaming title to a standard crash title. Uh, Traveler's Tales had to begin development of the game from scratch and were given only twelve months to complete it. Um, I toy- I was at Toys R Us working retail by the time Wrath of Cortex came out, and it still sold pretty well. Yeah. Um, but then uh, Crash Bandicoot 2 Entranced, I think, was a, what, a GBA game or something? Huh. And, and he has a, a GBA tie-in with Spyro, purple and orange. Yeah, during when all the Pokemon and yeah. Mega Man Battle Network stuff was going on. It's as early 2000s Remember, as you can get. The Crash game is purple. Yeah. <laughs> the Spyro game is orange. What? Yes. That makes no- really yes. no. That's it's so- the it's the fun mix mash. Everything. It's backwards. Uh, but Crash Three again, huge huge hit. Josh Mansell again and uh, Mutato Musica. Great cover by the way for Crash Warped. It's Crash on a motorcycle. Oh, His Most either girlfriend ever. or sister. Riding <laughs> you know, who can a, tell? Riding a wounded tiger. And then there's just a dinosaur behind them. Because like, it already it, that that cover looks like Crash Team Racing more than Crash Team and Racing, and it's kind of like emblematic of. I mean, games today still need like really strong cover art to yeah. tell you like what what is this game? But this literally tells you: you ride a motorcycle, you ride animals. There are two different kinds of animals, and a sister's in it. Yeah, like, <laughs> what's all that information conveyed with that? Yeah. His sister Coco Bandicoot. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> no Candy Kong. Who gathers crystals on the Great Wall of China. And I remember playing the stage, and man, that stage was uh, pretty irritating <laughs> because it's straight up like trial and error because you're kind of moving at this speed where kind of like a Battletoad speed tunnel. Ooh, not no. not as absurd and infuriating, but it was just like, really, I hit that? That seems like a very suspect <laughs> hitbox to uh, to get you know yanked in by this thing. But... It added more gameplay variety. You have different characters that you'll play as, and you do the world's portals thing again. We're like, oh, here's this hub. So now, world one, world two, world three, world four. It's not like Mario sixty four where there's one world that you do a bunch of playground stuff in. Mm-hmm. There's still this is stage one, 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 two, one, three, but they're kind of tethered by this, you know, hub that you uh, bounce back and forth between. And in each one, 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 two, one, three, you'll get crystals. And then I think it's like if you get all of them, you've unlocked the boss, you fight the boss, and now you go on to the next world and repeat until you get to the end of the game. Uh, and I, this is the one I did play, and this is what struck me, because the reason I jumped to Crash 3 is I was like, oh, that's the one where they added uh, analog controls. And then I remember, and then when I started playing, I'm like, oh, no, they didn't. <laughs> because Crash 3, uh-huh. even Crash 3, I, it, and it, this, I kind of always lumped, and this shows how much I wasn't really paying attention, like Crash and Spyro, I kind of lumped as like, oh, those happened like at the same time. Yeah. Crash 3 came out before the first Spyro. Wow. Like, Damn. the first Spyro mm-hmm. 
I think is DualShock. I can't remember. I think... I know Spyro... Jesus. I'm pretty sure Spyro 2 was. I, I can't even remember. I did play Spyro 2 to prepare for that VG Empire. But, like... So I pull up Crash 3, and I'm like, why isn't the stick working? Oh, it's still a D-pad. They've made, they've made three of these now, and it's still the D-pad. But, yeah. again, because of the the straightforward nature of the game, it's you don't need that kind of like crazy precision that you would ask yeah. for from a Mario 64. Also, the timing is kind of cutting it close, because yeah. DualShock came out in America in May of 1998. Yeah. Crash Bandicoot was October, so like you couldn't really count on a lot of people having that controller. Yeah, you couldn't count on that. Ape Escape was not the huge draw, I think they thought. In, fact, I fa- in fact, it probably wasn't even the DualShock back then. It was like the concave the thumbs and oh, that weird. without rumble because they couldn't do that for a little while huh. for some reason but yeah by the time this came out uh yeah n64 had two years of analog games under its belt and wow. for some reason i thought warped was like a, 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 a true 3d like roaming oh, around just, like banjo kazooie almost but I which came out this year as well it's it's so similar to sonic and it's in tra- crash's trajectory it's just weird to think about i'm looking at all the games here i don't know how how far are we into the show we're i mean we got this last game here okay warped. i just that just that like this is sort of the end i think in what this is like the sonic 3 for everybody kind of yeah um and that there's there are 18 games yeah. released annually from 1996 to 2000 I mean, and then they just stop. This isn't where my fandom in because after because there was also Crash Team Racing, which yes. is it's a fun, it's very totally underrated. Fun. And I will argue like something about the like Crash's music does not work that well for a lot of people, especially if you haven't played any Crash games. Mm-hmm. But like the just the way that Crash music is with like those hard hits, it worked so well with a racing game. Mm. Especially because you could jump, so I would always jump in tune with the music, like uh, ding, 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 and I'd be like, oh, I could, I could, I could hop my cart oh, in nice. tune with this game. Just, I'm just looking at how many people have developed and made crash. Like the Dimps has made a crash game for some reason. The Street wow. Fighter people, wow. uh, Jesus, Sierra's Sonic, published yeah. it. It's Activision's published it. Konami's published it. Sony's published it, and it just died in 2010. A kind of a short life, a 14, 15 year lifespan. Yeah, and then not well, not not a not, not a thing in yeah. for six years. It got absorbed into like the Skylanders verse, but uh, only recently. Yeah, only recently. Skylanders is let's be honest. Is regardless of what my amiibo wall says, the Toys to Life thing is kind of over, yeah. and they they unleash him now. Yeah, yeah. It's a little uh, unfortunately, but, there, but there's just so many other like not Crash games in the Crash yeah. series that there's a like that the last two games are for BlackBerry. And what? and a wow. and a, a portable uh, sequel to Crash Nitro Kart, like another kart racing game. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The the Sonic Three thing kind of rings true to me because Sonic One, Two, and Three were like ninety one, ninety two, ninety three. Burned real hot, worn out. It's welcome real fast. Yeah, and then Knuckles, and it's like, oh, but then another one of these. Sonic hung in there. You could argue a little longer. I think yeah, because he got a breath of fresh air with Adventure. It mm-hmm. didn't didn't float my boat, but people did like Adventure One and Two. And now unifies people purely on hate. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so weird because like the Sonic Advance games are good, yeah. Sonic Rush is good. Yeah. Like there's th- every Sonic re- Generations is good. Every four years you get a nah. good Sonic game in between same, numerous same rate of Mario games, huh? <laughs> hmm. uh, but anyway, 1998 Crash Three. Uh, yeah, I played it for hours, um, and the Coco running on the Great Wall of China essentially is a free runner because yeah. you don't even control her forward momentum. I don't think hmm. you're just dodging things. Um, just, at this point, when like money is a huge issue right. like if you have this many annual sequels i can't follow you down every yeah. single one of these when they don't they don't vary that much yeah. they just like crash failed to excite me after the second game yeah which i mean 
seven million. Like people, yeah. people were into it. No, no, um, I get it. But that was the '90s. Everybody had a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> gas was eighty-eight cents a gallon in nineteen ninety-eight. So uh, might as well buy more games. Um, we'll do three songs again as suggestions from Ampotent. Thank you again for these. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to do the show. Uh, Warp Room, which uh, is a fun tune that definitely got stuck in my head. And I remember when I was listening to this the first time. Uh, this is a song that I remember humming as the day went on. Uh, Motorcycle, uh, which is a very cruising USA <laughs> four on the floor. <laughs> but now with animal noises in the background. Nice. And then after that is the Dingo Dial, uh, <laughs> who's a boss. I'm assuming is a uh, boss. I thought um, it was what's a new dance. Do the Dango Dial. Do the Dango Dial first. You di- <laughs> uh, so it has a, and of course has a bunch of Australian uh, sound effects and uh, things that would trigger Australia thoughts in your mind. But it will do Warp Room, Motorcycle, and the Dingo Dial.
I like the escalation of that of Dingo Dial as it as it goes, it gets crazier and crazier. Would you say it's dialing up? It is. All all of that has at least more of a game music vibe to it. The it can't quite shake the uh, Rugrats synthetic xylophone. Yeah, the sound. That's, that's, it's that's like, synonymous with the series. I think the common theme for all the Crash games is it's a two person band. One person's on keyboards and one person's on xylophone. And that xylophone has he has multiple xylophones. Like sometimes there are small ones that have only high notes, and sometimes there are long ones that have all the notes. And then random people will come in and play uh, like other <laughs> instruments with them. Just not, whoever's passing by. Yeah. Do you have an elephant saxophone? Yeah. <laughs> You're in the song. It, 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 more than anything, that, I like that section of music way better. It reminded me of Pee Wee's Playhouse very, very much. No Cindy Lauper, which I just learned. Which is 30 years old now. The oh same the same week. Uh, but that is pretty much the show. Uh, because the theme is, of course, composed by Mark Mothersbaugh. There you, there you go. Wow. Um, but yeah, I, I it's one of those series, much like Spyro, I can't do it justice, but... We tried. I, there's no one in house, like within reach. Like I, I remember asking around, like, does anyone like know a lot about like like you guys? Like, you two are the only I've ever seen. Like, hey, I played Crash. Like, no one else I know. Like, Henry didn't play him. The only people in our town young enough to love Crash Bandicoot that much have uh, tech companies to run right now. Yeah. <laughs> but like, none of my like my, even my friends like that I grew up with. Like, none of my friends were really into Crash. Like, some of them got into Spyro eventually. I, I did love the first two. But and and when I when I sit down to play Crash One, I was like, this. Is, I don't say this with everything mm-hmm. burning down around me, but this is fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, the, I, I should say that Crash made me buy a PlayStation because wow. my friends had it and they had Destruction Derby. I didn't really care. I didn't really care for anything during the, the, until like Twisted Metal and Crash were like, I have to get this system. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and man, I, I don't know. It wasn't the commercials. It was just the first game. Like, yeah. This is great. Yeah. Yeah, the discrepancy between the commercials and what the game was. Same thing with those Knights commercials, man. It was them still trying to hang on to the screaming Sega Super 90s aggro thing and it's like your games are all cartoons and this is also I mean maybe what a year or two after Nintendo did the play it loud butthole surfers thing where it's like you won't believe how crazy our games are here's Kirby here's Kirby (laughs) here's Yoshi's Island here's it's like Mortal Kombat 2 footage where we won't show the blood I don't know at least in the commercial Crash is the closest to his commercial counterpart like he's still he's he's like winking when he's jumping on a on a pig or like but like it's just like Sonic he'll, he'll like Sometimes like he did, he did a lot of crotch chopping. He did I do crotch. Did he really? Well, I don't know what it was, but oh, like it it was loud. a lot of this. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> I do know uh, Waluigi does a bad, does a great uh, yeah. suck it motion in one yeah, of the Mario Strikers Charge. Strikers Charge. <laughs> that game is weird. By the way, it is a very weird game. I can't believe that game made it through the door. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening. VGEmpire.com is where you can find the backlog of the prior 120 episodes, in which. At least 115 of them, I know a lot more about what's going on. Um, but it's just like, the game's turned 20 years old this week. Uh, 1996 to 2016, September 9th, roughly. Uh, the exact date varies because even by the 90s, people weren't keeping great track. I've seen like August 31st, I've seen September, other stuff. But this episode's going up in the general window of, mm-hmm. of a anniversary. And it was an important game, and I absolutely recognize how important it was to people. Same thing with Spyro, it's just it, it missed me. Um, through no in- intentional action on my part, it just didn't get me. And by the time I had money to buy my games myself, mm-hmm. this was all wrapped up. Like, I got a retail job in 99 yeah. when yeah. I graduated high school, and it's like, Crash is done. Mm-hmm. Like, Crash Team Racing came out my first season, I think, that I worked in the holiday, having to go through Christmas, and I'm like, I'm not spending my money on a kart racing game. Like, <laughs> I... I, I CTR, uh, it's also, like... 
Well, did Crash really develop enough characters to warrant a racer? Because I mean, it, it like Crash, Coco, Neo. I don't know if the mask like became sentient and could drive a <laughs> uh, a cart. But that's yeah, even three, that, three that's years four. is not enough for yeah. that kind of cloud. The yeah. cloud to get a, a multi-character cart racer. Yeah. But yeah, the, yeah, the fact that like, and it's not like one of those. It was one of the racers, Mark Kearney. One of the uh, one of the. <laughs> I mean, Diddy Kong had the same thing where it's like <laughs> he did. Yeah. Man, Diddy Kong was the that, stealth pilot for Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, like that game's great. Banjo. And Conker, right? And Conker, yeah. Um, but yeah, Crash was more worthy of a cra- of a you know cart racer than sure. why does Diddy get one? Yeah, <laughs> but Diddy had the whole adventure game thing built into it, which yeah. is really cool. I think it was just them messing around with the engine of something else yeah. they were making, and, yeah. and it accidentally made a great cart racing game in Diddy Could Kong. Be. This is just like we do not have time to make another innovative crash. Remember the game. villain of Diddy Kong Racing? Oh God, no! Wiz. I remember the uh, the offensive elephant with the turban. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, Whiz Pig. Whiz Pig. <laughs> rides, yes, he's huge. He rides a rocket. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, VGEmpire.com. Recent episodes include uh, we had Deus Ex One and Two composer on. Had Spencer Nilsson who did Sonic CD, Sp- Amazing Spider Man. He came on the show as well. Um, we just did a Star Fox episode. Uh, man, this year we had uh, our third Zelda episode where we kind of, I think I totally caught up all the way through Skyward Sword and Link Between Worlds. Um, but lots of stuff you can check out at VGEmpire.com or at VGEmpire on Twitter. And I read every comment. I always enjoy when people chime in. And this especially, like, if you have specific songs or memories, like, please sound off on, on the comments on VGEmpire.com and, uh, you know, share some crash love because... Unfortunately, this is one of those kind of, you know, semi-blind spots for me and for Laser Time in general, it would seem. Uh, but we also do thirty twenty ten. The I do love Crash, and I want to, I would love to see him return somehow. I, well, he's getting that collection yeah. on PS4. Yeah, which, and like, I will buy that yeah, because totally. I want to play. People are crazy for that at E3. Well, and it's like, just, if Sonic's allowed to exist, why not Crash? Yeah, I'd argue yeah. that Sonic's games are worse yeah. uh, than I mean, most of Crash's. A... Except if you look at... he Crash does have a redesign that we don't talk about. Hmm. Like somewhere in the mid two thousands, he looks oh, yeah. real stupid. Yeah. Oh, he, he looks more like Sonic than ever, actually. Um, but you can get Crash One, Two, and Three on PSN to play in your PS Three or, or don't or PSP. Uh, you you can't transfer them to Vita. That's I tried. Weird. I mean, you could probably find a way. I didn't really mess around with that much, but technically you can't. Get and the they're remasters. and they're not on PS Four. So yes, the the remaster is coming out in twenty seventeen. I wish they could have made the twentieth anniversary. That would have made more sense. It's not like they didn't know it was coming, <laughs> but I'm sure there were deals to work out between Activision, oh, yeah. Universal, and everyone's Sony. neighbor who owned Crash at some point in 2003. Uh, but yeah, we also do it again. 302010 is the uh, week by week look at uh, what happened 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, which was what prompted us to talk about Crash in the first place. And if you're a patron on patreon.com slash laser time, we should have a VG Empire related thing for outtakes and stuff coming pretty soon. We've recorded it and I'm going to edit it and post it for you guys. For the patrons who, uh, you know, it's not, uh, it's one of those goals that's been there, but not, mm-hmm. it, you know, maybe unlocked, but not really, and then not because of the way it reports money coming in, whatever, it doesn't matter. But we recorded one anyway, so if you're a patron, you look forward to that. And there's other cool stuff on the uh, Patreon, a weekly bonus show, bonus time, and... Uh, a brand new 9-11 yeah, show. Yeah, well, we did recently do that, yes. and... Uh, yeah, but every week we just uh, gab about uh, recent things that we've watched and uh, enjoyed and uh, the goings-on in our lives. Yeah, so taking us out will be the Crash 2 credits, and we'll be back eventually with another episode of VG Empire. Thanks for listening, everybody.